Hello and welcome. You're listening to Song Stories, Quiet Stories, Episode 21, Homeless Teens in Crisis. I'm your host, Carolyn Merced. Who would have thought, as 2019 drew to a close, that in a few short months, our world, as we knew it then, would be turned upside down and almost unrecognizable? Not due to a natural geological or weather-related disaster, but unfamiliar due to public buildings, places of worship, national and city parks, schools, and higher institutions of learning being closed to the public. Unfamiliar with new phrases such as social distancing, COVID-19, stay home, stay safe, CDC, PPE, wash your hands, don't touch your face, being spoken and heard several times a day. We now know the difference between a surgical mask and an N95 mask. Having a televised news conference every afternoon from our nation's capital and our state capital. Unemployment rates are skyrocketing. Stock market trading plummeting. As the daily squares on my overscheduled dry erase calendar became empty and I began to sigh with the relief of fewer commitments and obligations to fulfill, I became aware of ways to help the mounting numbers of victims of the coronavirus and the healthcare workers on the front line striving to save the lives of the patients while trying to preserve their own good health. Little did I know that my days and nights would be filled managing a local group of 17 volunteer seamstresses sewing face mask covers to be sent through one of many .org and .com groups to locations around the country low on supplies but high on serving those in need. My hands ache from feeding several layers of pleated fabric through my not-as-powerful-as-I'd-like sewing machine. Little did I know that people would be thanking me for giving them an opportunity to serve. I'm not a lifesaver. Through sewingforlives.com, I may be a life helper. Watching others' willingness to help, even by using their own fabric and elastic, has brightened my days and helped to lift my anxiety. Watching the news mention the plight of the homeless during this pandemic reminded me of my grandson's eagle project of providing 50 care kits for homeless teens in our southern Utah communities. I asked Nathan how he came to know about these teens in our area. He told me that when he was working on the Citizenship in the Community Merit Badge, he was required to interview a government official. His friend's father, Utah State Representative Walt Brooks, talked with Nathan about problems in the community And one of the problems was homelessness and homelessness in teens. We live near St. George, a red-hilled desert community with moderate winters and scorching summer weather. Population is 85,000. And with the surrounding smaller communities, you could say a little over 100,000 call this winter snowbird haven their home. When my grandson Nathan told me a few months ago that his Eagle Scout project was to gather 50 care and hygiene kits that included pajamas, 
underwear, socks, a comfort blanket, food, and self-care items, I cried, especially when he told me there were a thousand homeless teens in our area. A thousand! I had no idea! Nathan, with much-needed help, especially with a sinking economy during this COVID-19 pandemic crisis, will donate these 50 care kits to Youth Futures, which provides safe shelter, collaborative resources, respectful guidance, and diverse support to homeless, unaccompanied, runaway, and at-risk youth in northern and southern Utah. I invited Nathan to tell you a little bit about his project. Listen. Hello, my name is Nathan. I am an Eagle Scout candidate from St. George, Utah. Team homelessness is a growing problem in my community and in communities around the world. In fact, it is estimated that in St. George, where I live, there are over 1,000 homeless youth. For my Eagle project, I am working to collect supplies for homeless youth in my area to provide to Youth Futures, a local youth homeless shelter. However, recent world events have made it quite difficult to find donors for supplies. At this time, I would like to ask for your help in my mission to collect pajamas, toiletries, food, and more. If you would like to provide help in these turbulent times, please email ntm.eagle at gmail.com. That is N as in ninja, T as in time, M as in mountain, at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks, Nathan. That Eagle Scout Project email address again is ntm.eagle at gmail.com. Go there with any questions you may have. He initially set up an online sign-up genius account in which people could choose and sign up for items they wished to donate. Now that folks are staying home and away from stores as long as possible, we thought it might be easier to receive monetary donations help so that Nathan can buy the needed items online and fill the kits by the end of May. Would you like to help? There are two ways you can donate. paypal.me slash carolyn merced or venmo dot com slash carolyn hyphen merced i'll collect the money and get it to him really i'm honest i'm his grandma you can also find these links at my website my carolyn dot com that's m y c a r o l y n m u r s e t dot com many thanks to those of you who have already made contributions at shopwithrnb.com, an online boutique that has daily live sales via Facebook, have made a generous donation. Check out their website or their Facebook page and become one of their 17,000 followers. I sang with a local gospel choir for several years. A few years ago, we brought dinner and music to the homeless shelter for families. It was such a moving experience, and I'm grateful we made another musical visit. With food, we both live a sheltered life. I give a few dollars here and there. I give a couple bags of clothes to wear. What 
When I wrote that song, the policy of the homeless shelter for families was that they were allowed to stay at the facility for 30 days while they attended training to help them re-enter the job market. Nathan's dad was our first baby. A few months after he was born, our young family found ourselves in between residences for a few weeks. You could hardly call that being homeless, as all we had to do was drive 12 hours to New Mexico and stay with my parents until the 80-year-old home we were buying was ready to move into. About a decade later, my husband and I had four children and became aware through members of our church congregation of a lady who was new to the area and living in her car with her cat. I agreed to take them in with us as we had a spare bedroom. When I was a kid, my compassionate parents set the tone for me. When through my childhood and teen years, we had four different women live with us, one at a time. These women ranged in age from mid-twenties to our 80-year-old adopted Grandma Schaefer. Even before that time, when my parents and siblings relocated from California to Taos, New Mexico, we lived with my maternal grandparents, Juan Manuel and Domitila Trujillo. 
My ambitious dad converted their chicken coop into his plumbing and heating office, then remodeled a house for us to move into. I don't know where the chickens went. Now that I think about it, I, I don't want to know. At the end of Grandma Tila's life six years later, she spent her last few months in our home. It's handy to have family nearby to help when help is needed. If you get along with one another and are compatible, that isn't always the reality for these local teens. So that there is a local refuge for them is a godsend, especially during this time of pandemic crisis. Our local facility for privacy concerns couldn't give me an actual number of teens staying there, but they are there. Any help you could possibly give to this project would be greatly appreciated. Many thanks again to those of you who already have. Stay home. Stay safe. Write about how your life has changed since the beginning of March or whenever it was that your world began shutting down. Do you know anyone who has caught the virus? Pray for them. Do you know anyone working on the front lines or behind the scenes saving lives or putting groceries back on our shelves? Pray for them. Do you know of anyone who isn't taking necessary precautions to keep themselves or others safe? Pray for them. I'll be back, hopefully soon. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for contributing. Subscribe to this podcast at mycarolynmerset.com or with your smartphone app, and you won't miss an episode. I'm your host, Carolyn Merset. See ya.